You are listening to Bullet Points. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello everyone and welcome to Bullet Points, a podcast brought to you by Women Against Gun Violence, where we update you on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement in 15 minutes or less. I'm Megan Odson, your host for today. Today, we're talking about Stand Your Ground laws. We originally addressed them in our March 2022 podcast, but they're worth bringing up again. These dangerous laws are spreading across our nation and continue to cause unnecessary violent gun deaths. Let's discuss why they're such a dangerous threat to public safety. Probably the most popular fictional vigilante in pop culture is Batman. While we can appreciate and be entertained by the comic book and movie hero seeking justice on his own terms, In real life, vigilantism is incredibly dangerous and is made even more deadly by stand-your-ground laws. It's been more than 10 years since the murder of 17-year-old Trayvon Martin, who was shot by Neighborhood Watch coordinator George Zimmerman in Sanford, Florida. We all remember the story. Young Trayvon was simply walking down the street, returning home after picking up Skittles and an iced tea from the grocery store. The killer perceived him as a threat, so he chased Trayvon down and shot him in the chest, killing him. What started as an innocent night for Trayvon Martin turned into an untimely death sentence for the teenager. The killer would claim that he feared for his life and acted in self-defense when shooting. We know that race was a huge factor in this high-profile case, and however true or untrue the killer's claim of self-defense could have been, the bigger issue was and remains stand-your-ground laws. Just this month, a black teenager was shot in Missouri when he mistakenly rang the doorbell of the wrong home. A young woman was fatally shot in New York when she and several friends pulled into the driveway of the incorrect address. Two cheerleaders were shot in Texas after one accidentally opened the wrong car door, and a child was shot in North Carolina after a basketball other neighborhood children were playing with rolled into a man's yard. And just a few days ago, a South Florida man shot at two Instacart delivery workers who went to the wrong house. This spate of recent shootings, all involving innocent misunderstandings, have spurred a national outcry and put a spotlight on self-defense laws, which gun violence specialists criticize as ineffective and likely to cause undue harm, particularly to adolescents. A stand-your-ground law, sometimes called line-in-the-sand or no-duty-to-retreat law, allows people to use deadly force when they have a reasonable belief they risk personal harm. Under such a law, people have no duty to retreat before using deadly force and self-defense, so long as they are in a place where they are lawfully present. Stand-your-ground laws are also known as shoot-first laws, as they create the possibility for individuals to use deadly force and self-defense in public as a first rather than last resort. Over 19,000 people in the United States die by firearm homicides every year. Unsurprisingly, that's a disproportionately high rate in relation to other high-income countries. Advocates of stand-your-ground laws say that they potentially deter criminals from committing crimes because of the threat of deadly retaliation. However, the laws have done nothing but increase the national rate of gun homicide as they embolden the use of deadly violence in a public setting where in most cases violence in general is not necessary. That's the threat posed to our public safety by these laws. Stand-your-ground laws were first instituted in Florida, coincidentally where Trayvon Martin was killed, in 2005. Now, 30 states have enacted stand-your-ground laws, and eight others have similar self-defense protections through court decisions. The fact that fearing for your life can be subjective, 
allows for stand your ground laws to be so tricky and potentially dangerous because altercations, which in most cases could be walked away from without escalation, are now opportunities for armed individuals to shoot rather than retreat if they feel fearful for their life. Let's take a look at some of the data. Stand your ground laws have been associated with an 8 to 11% national increase in monthly rates of homicide and firearm homicide, the equivalent of an additional 700 homicides per year. JAMA Network Open, a peer-reviewed medical journal, analyzed crime statistics in 41 different states and linked the laws to increases in violent deaths that potentially could have been avoided. The enactment of stand-your-ground laws was associated with a mean national increase of 7.8 to 8% in monthly homicide rates, the equivalent of 58 to 72 more deaths per month. And these increases reached 10% and higher in several southern states. Their introduction also failed to address the issue of rising crime, according to a study from Mayors Against Illegal Guns, the National Urban League, and VoteVets.org. A decade since Florida instituted them, murders rose by 22%, with justifiable homicides surging by 75%. Other states which have adopted stand-your-ground laws have seen a 53% increase in justifiable homicides, where, in states that do not enact these laws, there's actually been a 5% decrease in justifiable homicides over the same time period. In this country, where citizens are unhealthily obsessed with guns to the point where they are fetishized, it's important that we don't give people what is essentially a license to kill. There have been too many high-profile cases where it's been demonstrated that stand-your-ground laws are dangerous, and there are likely many other cases that don't receive so much attention. This is why they must be repealed. We cannot continue to give individuals an opportunity to enact senseless violence, and specifically firearm violence, without consequence. Let's end this episode with a big thanks to you for the many ways in which you support and amplify women against gun violence's work. Please be sure to follow us on TikTok at WAGVorg and be sure to save the date Sunday, May 21st, 11 to 2 p.m. to attend our 30th Anniversary Leadership Awards brunch. You can purchase tickets on our website at WAGV.org. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to address, please be sure to email us at WAGV at WAGV.org. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next month. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at WAGV.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.